My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. Today we have the cast of May Day, which is a film about a woman that gets transported to a dreamlike and dangerous land where she joins an army of girls engaged in a never-ending war. First up is Grace Van Patten. Hi. Hi. First of all, um, you look gorgeous. Love the hair. Thank color. you. Thanks so much. Oh yeah, very different from Mayday. Mayday and from Nine Perfect Strangers because I I have a different hair color in everything I've ever done. It's it's, <laughs> it's I've had a, every color under the rainbow. To start off with, what made you decide to take on this role of Anna? Because it's such a mind twisting movie, right? And you're playing like, I feel like in multiple kind of locations and areas and possibly time periods. So right. what made you decide to take that on? There were so many things. I, I read the script and it was it was like nothing I had ever seen before. And that's so exciting to, to read something new and fresh and unique. So, so already I was intrigued by it just being so original. And I wanted to read it right away after I finished it the first time. I'm like, what is this? Like, did I read it right? What? And I read it again and there was something new. And every time I read it, it was, I found a new meaning or a new, a new little, uh, you know, metaphor, or it was so deep. And that's always so, so great. I mean, as an actor, because it creates so much opportunity to, to explore and create within that depth. And the visuals in it were so amazing. And just, just the overall message of it, which, which was this young woman finding her inner strength. And it's told in such a fantastical way that is so interpretable. I think that's also why I was so drawn to it is that anyone can can take it however they want whatever whatever's personal to them it's it's there's so much to to grab and also the idea of working with all women which i had never done before and was such a beautiful empowering experience you know you're so used to seeing like the lost boys right and like all these other type of like similar movies where like they go on these adventures you never see women ever. So no, it was so, true. so nice to see all of these strong, like powerful women. They're all playing these strong characters and making various decisions. And another portion of that was I know that Karen, like, you know, in their press kit that they give us, they give us little quotes. And one of them like stuck with me where it was kind of, she said it was kind of like the opposite of Wizard of Oz. Like you're not going there to go home and to like, find things at home you're finding things as you're going and then right. you end up is like a question mark right like do you end up back home because you're wearing that same kind of outfit or right you end up somewhere else? who knows exactly exactly that's what I love about it it's like every single person can have a different take on it which which is so exciting it's so exciting to me well, I really hoped you didn't end up back home because they were awful to you. So I was like, I hope she ended up somewhere really nice. You're walking to a nice ballroom and there's like music. And I was like, I just hope that she's like happy. You're but like, oh. well, I think she is. I think whatever, if it is real life, I think it's still hopeful because she gained all of this strength from these women. And she, I really, I mean, this is how I saw, it's one of the many theories I have, but I really did see every woman in this fantasy land as a part of Anna 
And in order to find her strength, she had to confront all of these different parts of herself to really become a, a full being, her full potential, you know? And, you know, she had to confront the angry, violent side. She had to confront her inner child, which I feel like was B and the warrior side. It's and and then she became, it gave her the strength and the power to to move on. And she's taking that with her. She's just gonna be way better off in the real world now. Yeah, that's such an interesting take because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, ooh, like maybe each one was her like confronting, even though they were her friends, they were each a part of her, which is and even right. if they're not her like you know different personalities of her they were still people that affected her one way exactly that's really cool i wanted to also ask you about kind of when you took on the role knowing that not only is it like genre bending but my favorite yeah. part was when you are kind of running through the woods and then you end up coming across these guys which i think is gonna be everyone's favorite part because it was hilarious these guys like all in their beds and then you do this like synchronized dance sequence which was like awesome because you're in the middle of like mine is on a roller coaster with this movie so you're in the middle of like your heart's beating you're going oh my gosh like i hope she doesn't die she's carrying this gun she's running through this guy's following her can we trust this guy like all this is going on and then in the middle there's just a a dance sequence i know amazing so how was it filming that That was so much fun because we had real choreography and um, it felt like a different movie in in a great way. I was like, and I was so curious to see how it works in the final, you know, product. But I loved that scene. I felt like it was such a good way to show without showing Anna finding her inner strength. That was her, like, I've never had power. I've never had power over men. I've, I've like, it was her finding it and, and being aware of it. And it's a big turning point in the film, you know, because before she, she had had her first, you know, kill and she's experienced violence and she doesn't know how to deal with that and ultimately she realizes that violence is not the answer but she does get sucked into it at a certain point because she's never felt that power before and and she sinks her teeth into it for a second and then and then really comes out the other side of it but I thought it was such a weird way to to kind of show that I loved it. And I, I agree because I feel like she, obviously she leads the entire dance, you know, and, and obviously, and she's pulling the tides and all the guys are moving and she's kind of maneuvering all of that. So I yes. did feel like in that moment, I was laughing. So I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But, <laughs> and it's funny, but it's so well done that you're just like, ooh. And I, and I thought that too. I went, hmm, I wonder if she's now starting to go, men aren't scary. Like they're dopey. And like, I could have them do all right, that. Right, right. <laughs> have them make this dance and so I thought it was so so well done oh I think I think we need a May Day the musical like a, a just a whole musical and May Day <laughs> well I wanted to I know we kind of like touched upon it earlier but what would you tell people it's so hard to explain the film but what would it's you tell so people? hard I know like because I felt so bad I asked earlier and I was like I know it's so difficult because when I saw it it's hard but how would you explain the film to someone that might go, oh, Mayday, that's a war movie? Because it, it's so not. So how would you explain? Yeah, it's so, 
it's so not well what i love it that it is kind of whatever you want it to be but ultimately i do think it's a story about a young woman finding her inner strength and power to to move on past her traumas and live beyond them and that a huge part of that is connecting with these women and sisterhood and how in hard times those are the relationships that can get you through it and how support is so important and that there's hope that there's it really is a hopeful film i think yeah it's beautiful because when she returns somewhere there's that beautiful light that comes like across the screen so it's like you don't really know and it's not like she appeared back where she kind of left so that's why i was like ooh, like i think she's heading into a much nicer hopefully um happier right. place so right. i it's very hopeful it's hopeful after all of that craziness you know <laughs> which you don't know when you're in the middle of it you're like where is this gonna go like is she gonna be here forever and become a cold-blooded killer or is she gonna real like it's it's very unpredictable which which is always intriguing to me so i have to ask it's i love mayday i cannot wait for it to come out and i cannot tell you how great you are more i mean i would spend an hour telling you how amazing you are in the film. But of course, I noticed some similarities between her and the character from Nine Perfect Strangers because I I was lucky to see the whole season. I just felt like they were both strong women that were dealing with tragedy or trying to get over something and then becoming more powerful women as time goes on. So I want to know, is that like a role that you find interesting? Because I think it inspires a lot of young women. I hope so. I mean, it's definitely not something I I look for to be sad for a few months while I'm making a movie, (laughs) but, but I do find that those roles are just so deep and layered. There's definitely a similarity between them. Like you said, both, both dealing with trauma and getting through it, or at least beginning to, and just at the point when you first meet both of them, they're very broken. So what I loved about both of them, that they both have this journey. They both have this arc um, where so much progress is made and, and it doesn't, there's no unrealistic ending where they're both healed and they're both cured and they're both, you know, happy frolicking around. It just, it just provides enough hope for both of them that you can leave the movie being like, I think they're going to be okay, you know, which I love because it's, that's life. I was going to say it's so true to life. So the characters you play, I think are so complex. And I think a lot of times they really do inspire women. You do such a great job. And the arc that you have in Mayday, just like you said, the nine perfect strangers, you take us on like a journey and like, I'm like emotional with you. And then I'm like, you know, like specifically like in Mayday, I'm like, running I'm like go go <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, bring us with you and it's a very rare thing and I interview a lot of people and it's not common you know it's it's a very hard thing for an actor I think to do and you do it in such a way that it feels like it's like oh she just walked on set did it and obviously I know you do a lot of background work and hard work to get that done but even in Nine Perfect Strangers I mean like I like cried when you saw your brother like I was like this is horrible Aww. like this is so emotional like how would I feel if that was me 
So I just kind of wanted to end it on like the arcs that you take and the journey that you, that you make in all of these films and all of the things that you do. Is there anything that you want to say to anyone? Cause I've, you know, anytime I bring up your name, I get a million fans that want to talk to you and they don't get the chance to. So is there anything you you want to say to them? Cause I know that you're inspiring tons of women and I mean, millions of people that watch your stuff love you. So I just That's wanted to add so that. Nice. Thank you for saying that. I really, so I really it's 100% true. Trust me. <laughs> if I mention your name in Twitter, like all of a sudden everybody's asking me questions. So oh, I'm so happy to hear that because that's why I, I do this. Honestly, like I, I can only hope that what I do makes people feel something or connect that people can connect to it in a way that, you know, feels real and and authentic and especially to hear that young women are feeling that just makes me so feel so warm and and happy so I mean I I hope I can continue to do that but I think I think May Day was special in that way you know involving young women because it is a story about a young woman and especially this year when everyone has really gone through it and been very low. I know, I know I was definitely at my lowest, but doing this movie really, really gave me hope for even myself because people do get through things. Like it's so hard to see it when you're in the moment, but people get through things and a vital part of that is, is friendship and support. And I, I've said it in every interview but I really, I've really learned that over this past year, like support is such an active job. It's so like, it's not waiting for your friend to call you to say they need help because asking for help is really hard sometimes. And just being there and checking in on friends and making sure everyone's cool and keeping a hand on them and, and also not being on the other side of it, not being afraid to ask for help because people have your back more than you think sometimes. Well, thank you so much. I could talk to you for like an hour about all of your work. I think you're just fantastic. The movie's amazing. I can't wait for people to see it. And just like, thank you so much for all of the work that you do because it it means a lot to a lot of people. Thank you so much. It was so nice talking to you. It was so nice talking to you too. I'll (laughs) like, I'll tweet you or like message you after. Okay, sweet. All right. And like, like I said, gorgeous hair. You're so good. Because not everyone can pull it off. And I normally have blonde hair. I got to go dye it. But really, yeah, normally. But with COVID, I went. I kept it like natural. But um, that's probably good, smart. Girl. Yeah. Like, I came out. And I was like, ooh, I was like, she looks so pretty. But I do look like right here so much. But hey. thank you so much um, for being just awesome. So thank, thank you, you so much. It was so nice to meet you. Next up is Soko. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. Just to start off, what was your take on on the script when you first got it? And why did you want to get involved in the project? <laughs> the main reason why I wanted to get involved in the project was not even in the pages. The main reason is called Karen Sinari, and she's a fantastic director and woman. And it was so obvious meeting her that I needed to work with her. And I felt like I fit right into her world and I was ready to go along any journey that she would have wanted to take me on. I loved her vision and strength. And 
the power of togetherness she wanted to show on screen and every person she casted I felt a connection with and I just like got her vision like I really felt like it was she is so unique and it, it was gonna be like this weird art piece that is very different from just like your standard narrative and I was very on board with that yeah like besides her like genre kind of bending because you're like oh this is like a sci-fi oh wait it's not it's there's so many things going on but the biggest thing that I realized when I was watching it is that it feels like you know like the movie like the lost boys or like you know lord of the flies like all and it's oh yeah right but in this film it's these women it's all women and it's women kind of taking charge and finding themselves in this kind of like alternative world that they're like they're in so what was your take when you read that because that's very not your typical kind of storyline that it's kind of these women. Yeah, no, for sure. No, like I said, when I knew what kind of cast she was envisioning and reading it and then doing the first table read with hearing everyone's voices and how like <clears throat> some of the lines came off like really funny, which I didn't really see on paper, but like <clears throat> seeing it come to life with everyone's voices and weird sense of humor and stuff was like so incredible and seeing everyone's energy match so well and complement each other so well and bounce off of each other so well that was that was quite something what's your take on Peter? because she's like I I was like mixed at first I'm like oh she's like a badass that's like very in charge of everything and we meet her and she's kind of giving coordinates and killing people and doing all these things but then at the other aspect she is so sweet and like sympathetic to all the women that she's with so how would you kind of describe her she i feel I like think, she's like a ben like the movie like she's all over the place i think you know how some people that, that are very insecure they have this weird like carapace of act, like overacting that they're super cocky and secure you know what i mean like this sort of like yeah. overdoing it like an over being so secure of themselves but really inside they're just like little boys and little girls and they just need a hug I feel like that's what Gert is it's like she's gone through so much she's had a very difficult life and she had to compensate by being over violent protective guarded super strong not letting anything phase her but suddenly she's like around the people she loves where she could be vulnerable and really be herself and not like drop down the guards and suddenly she's just like a super sweet loving little kid that just wants to take care of everyone and like finds her inner child again was it easy you know working on a set with a bunch of other you know very strong powerful women that are in like a bunch of roles and have done all these movies and films and you yourself you know singing background and a ton of like movies in France and here and like it just you guys are all so accomplished it's crazy <laughs> hard um for you to kind of play the one that kind of takes charge in a way or was it easy or natural because you're working with other women that are kind of you know extremely strong women I didn't even think of it that way. It was just like such a great ensemble of 
different energies and and everyone was so alive and charged with all of their emotions and backstory and and like character and real life and everything was just like a beautiful melting pot of like a great collaboration that I felt like we all added to that in in a very harmonious way which is one of the great strengths of Karen as a director is like who she picked for the cast and how, how well the group was working. You know, obviously watching it, it would be like super cool for me if I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pull this power thing and all of a sudden I wake up and I'm in this completely different world. Obviously the point, you know, eventually she kind of circles back and learns, you know, being home was kind of better than the scenario that she's put in. But was it fun for you guys to play? Cause it's like a period piece sort of but it's like updated and like you know it's such a mix but you get to wear these awesome costumes the costumes were amazing it was so cool and so i just yeah. what your favorite part of that process was because it's hard because i wouldn't call it like a you know i actually get to pick my costumes first Ooh, really? and i was like i'm wearing this i'm wearing this i'm wearing this i want the beret i want the big jacket i want this i want this i was like oh my god I got to like put dibs on everything first. <laughs> was so yeah, I, by the way, I love your outfit. So I'm like, she's with the beret. I'm like, well, she wants to be like a leader. And she's like leading the girls. So that would make sense that she would like wear it and like walk around with it. Like it was so cool, but yeah, thanks. outfits were amazing. And, you know, and it was great collaboration. I love clothes and like, I, I love costume fitting. Cause I feel like that's really when I get to like, birth my character i feel like i never know who i'm gonna play until i'm literally in their shoes and especially for this film the costumes are like so incredible that it was really something to like get into this same dress for like the whole shoot every day and i don't know even like the underwear like everything was just like Ola, who did the costume, she's a, a Polish uh, costume designer who is just incredible. So I guess my last question would just be, this can be kind of difficult, but how would you explain this film? And why should, I think in particular women should watch it, but I do think that men can learn a lot from it. So why do you, um, how would you explain the film and how would you kind of tell people why they should come see it? Because it's not your typical like war drama. Yeah. I think the film is kind of like a poetic art piece about sisterhood and taking charge and becoming confident about your life and getting the support you need out there in the world and knowing that you're not alone and that if you reach out, there's always great support for you. For you. And you never know when you're gonna meet new awesome friends that are gonna be on your side forever. Thank you so much for taking the time out. I know you guys are busy all day and your performance was amazing. I can't wait for the film. Thanks a lot. Have a great rest of the day. Bye. And finally, here's the director, Karen Sonore. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Crazy today, but good. I understand. <laughs> it's like one of those days. Yeah. Well, okay. So I have so many questions for you. Okay. I guess the first question, when I was interviewing this morning about May Day, it kept coming up how genre bending 
the film is and how it feels like a period piece, then it doesn't feel like a period piece, then there's a musical number in it, <laughs> then mm -hmm. there's, you know, current day, quote unquote, when it starts in the beginning, and then possibly this like wonderful land. I'm, I look at it as positive. I was talking this morning uh, that she ends up in a much better place in the end um, mm -hmm. after that beautiful light um, shines. So you're yeah. kind of like all over the place. It's funny, but it's like scary. It's also, you know, strong women that are in this film. So there's so much going on. So I get, so my overall question after all that is how did you work on accomplishing that? Because it's such a hard thing to do one genre, let alone a bunch of genres and then dealing with a movie that's about women that we don't normally see. You know, we're so used to like the Rat Pack or, you know, mm -hmm. the Lost Boys, not a bunch of women, which was really nice. Yes. So, well, thank you. And yes, there are certainly a lot of things happening. What I'll say about genre is that all my short films that I've made, uh, this is my first feature length film, but they all, when I look back, they are genreless. <laughs> they, they're sort of their own genre. They're, I don't, not just my instinct is to make the thing. I don't think I'm going to make a mix of horror and action. I, I just want to show the thing that I want to make. Like it's as if I were writing a piece of music or I want to paint something and I just do it. And it, it's instinctually, I guess my work veers into a place that touches on different genres that we're all used to. And I definitely love uh, those, those genres. I love a dance number in a movie. I, I love an action film that's done really brilliantly. And so I'm not setting out to fit into one of those things. Genres are made up and they're arbitrary and we can remake them. And I'm just not invested in trying to give you a genre that is recognizable. And I'm also not trying to trick you. I just try and make the story in the way that it's best told as it seems to me and gives it the best form of life uh, that it can possibly have. And that's the goal for me. And then in terms of it being about a strong group of women, I think a lot of that just comes naturally to me as well, because I'm constantly surrounded by a strong group of women and they're everywhere. And what's frustrating is that I don't always see them in film. And I grew up not seeing them in film. And it, it made me quite angry, I think. I didn't realize it at the time, but it's cumulative, you know, and it, it gave me the drive to just the desire, I guess, even I, I didn't even think about it to focus on women's stories and put women in the movies I make. And it's, natural it feels natural and it feels necessary and I just I just want to see it myself because I don't see enough of it and those things are all very fun for me to do and, and very rewarding and they're meant to be something relatable to whoever sees it I I loved it because you know when you hear the term May Day I think you automatically assume like war movie right or that you know that's what it's going to be dealing with but it was so interesting that she would, you know, in the very beginning, mm. be treated how she's treated by men mm -hmm. and then like kind of pull that switch, end up 
somewhere else in this world where she kind of learns to be a strong, powerful woman. And, and I was talking this morning about how I loved the musical sequence. And I was like, but you don't understand. Like I'm watching it. Not like I'm running with you and I'm freaking out in the woods and I'm doing everything that you're doing. And then all of a sudden it's like, she reached a point after learning from these other women mm. that, you know, men for lack of a better term can be kind of like imbeciles if you will and so like that's what i said this morning and i still can't think of a better word so for that dance which i started laughing yeah because even though there's so much serious stuff going on and you don't really know what's happening with her in that moment i felt like she was overpowered and realized i am powerful and you know how powerful i am I'm going to make all of you look ridiculous. And she walks through and there's this huge dance sequence. So That's I wanted to know why you decided to put that sequence in the film, because for me, I was, I was laughing. I loved it. I thought it was so smart. And the whole time I kept going, it's, it's because they're like so stupid and now she has all this power and she feels comfortable telling men what to do. And she leads yeah, yeah. the dance. And that was so awesome. Yeah, I I love that um, you said that. It's it comes from a place. It's, it's hard to say why I put it there exactly. I had an instinct that at that point her mind was pretty dark, and it kind of like broke. <laughs> like like it sort of like became too much, and this this thing took over that was very magical uh, and and as as if like. I don't know, it's just like she lost touch with what's really happening and her mind had to turn this violence into something very beautiful. I was just doing press with the other actors and Grace was saying that she loved that scene because she felt like she was, she had just discovered how much power she really had and she got to play with that power. I thought that was very well put too. So to me, it's quite instinctual and almost obvious. I was like, oh, well, here goes the dance number because soldiers, they're they move synchronously, you know, they dress all alike. So there's this, to me, it's like a ready-made dance number. So, and I also, I was very interested in her starting to wear their uniform. So that in the dance number, she transforms into what they're wearing and that's confusing to the other girls. And what, what is all this mean, these clothes and these armies and this war. So yeah, she's playing around with her power. She's figuring that out and it looks like what it looks like, right? So, yeah. Uh, I love, I loved it. You know, obviously I don't want to ruin the ending, you know, so we'll, we'll put a little spoiler alert in there, but me and Grace were talking about it this morning. We were, we were going back and forth, you know, when that light happens yes. and she goes somewhere else. Now we were like, well, she might go back to where she came from. Maybe she didn't. She's wearing the, the same kind of uniform, but I felt that she went to like a happier, much, much better place because she's walking into like this ballroom and it's laughing. And with the notion that she has this power now, she has a voice, she's strong. And we were kind of going back for it, like, you know, just saying, you know, it's very ambiguous, like anyone could really decide where she ended up and you know what happened. But she was like, I, I hope she's happy. And I was like, I think she was like, it was, it was the way it was shot to me was so beautiful that it couldn't have been a bad place where she ended. So I wanted to know why you made those choices, like mm -hmm. with that beautiful, like glowing light that kind of shows and then it just dissipates and you mm -hmm. see she's in the same outfit. So you immediately think, oh no, 
Like she's going to be back with these horrible people. And then she's walking into this ballroom that sounds so happy and joyful. I think your interpretation is right on in terms of how I was envisioning it. And it's also tracks with me that it's not exactly, you're not exactly sure, right? So I imagine she decided to go back and yes, she has found this newfound power. She's found a way to use her voice. She's, she's learned, she's transformed so she can go back and she's decided she wants to go back and she comes back and she's able to now start her life and start using her voice in this very simple way at that moment as if she's about to just sing with her friend's you know, wedding band. But I think anything is possible for her now. And I don't know what that is and that's okay. <laughs> but what I wanted for her was that anything was possible for her and that anyone could feel like it was possible for them. And it doesn't have to be one way or another, and she can become whatever it is she wants. Well, what's nice is that happens out of a direct result of the three other women that she comes across. And each of them are so specific in how their behavior is, how layered they are, what they add to the table, and even like some of the violence and stuff that they're teaching her and, you know, their alternative kind of methods One's a little sweeter, one's a little, you know, tougher, but then has a sweet exterior. There's like all these different aspects to them. So for creating that atmosphere where all four of these actors felt comfortable playing these roles, was there anything specific that you did to kind of make sure that they all, because I mean, everyone hits it. I mean, there's not like a single miss in this movie. So was there anything that you did on like the back end or any part of the process to help them all kind of gain this like beautiful adventure. Cause it was so nice. Cause I just kept saying in this morning, you only saw got, like boys or men, you know, like the lost boys or Lord of the flies. It was all, always guys. You never got to see girls going on an adventure yeah. and they go and they're tough girls. These aren't like, Oh, I just fell in the woods. Cause I'm being changed. Like these are tough girls. And it was done so well. And a lot of them gave a lot of credit to you. So I wanted to know if there was a process or things that you used in order to get that out during the filming process. I'd say two things. One is that the casting was important. I picked actors who not only held their own in the role, but who had a very deep connection to the script. And because I think it was my instinct to do that because I'm hurling them into this dangerous place. I mean, our, our, we were safe, but like I'm hurling them into the water, off of cliffs, onto motorcycles, into fires. You know, so they're they're being hurled through these things, and they needed to feel like they wanted to go there. If that makes sense, they wanted. I wanted them to be up for the adventure. So these particular actors came so quickly after they read the script to me with such a strong connection to it. This is my story, this is my story. I feel like this is my story. Let's go, let's go, let's go do it. So we're also game, we're also excited. And everyone I chose for the department heads, for people on the crew, I, I chose people who really, really wanted to tell the story. So already you have this feeling that we're all in it together. And then secondly, I think you continue that by having this trust 
that I have them. We all have them. They can fall. We can all make mistakes. We can, you know, it's, there's bugs in the ground and you're on crawling on the ground. And it's like, we're really all in it together and no one's going to let anything happen to anyone. Everyone can walk away ever just like a safety, but a mental safety. So I really try as a director to feel like I'm the music under them. And I, I will slow down if I see them faltering and I will then give them a little push if they need it, a little speed so they can really fly. And I think we could just all feel that vibe together. And I do that with the department heads and everyone on the set too. I just try and set a tone of respect and musicality and camaraderie. And we're, we are really all one <laughs> together. So I just really try and set that tone and I think it worked. Oh yeah, it definitely did. And for my last question, I know I mentioned earlier, like when you hear the term May Day, you kind of think of like a war movie, right? So I want people to go see this film because there's so much more to it than even just, you know, the term war. I mean, there is a war going on, but there's so much more to the movie. So as I'm sure you said this a million times, but kind of like your elevator pitch of like what the movie is and why fans should go see it specifically I think also because of the four women that are in it but you know just general plot about the film well I would say it's a movie for anyone who's ever wanted to try and find their voice that's essentially what she's trying to do you know and it's kind of the whole myth of the sirens which is such an inspiration for the story is about these women's voices and how powerful they are and what that means and what it can mean and I would love for people to come away realizing that that is accessible to them, whatever that kind of thing means to be able to use your own voice and it can sound however it's going to sound and can do whatever it's going to do and that's going to be okay and you can, you can handle it, you can be brave enough to do it like these girls, that's, that's what I'd like people to take away if anything. Well, I want to thank you so much. I loved the musical. The portion where the music where they were like music that was so beautiful how you did that so it was so it was so good in the movie so i just thought it's coming out as on october 1st so you can just listen to it on spotify over and over i know <laughs> it was so, so good but i just want to thank you so much the movie was fantastic i hope everybody goes to see it and i really think that you'll get everybody will get something out of it i think women obviously but i think men can learn from it and can watch it and see that there are strong, powerful women and what we can go through, how tough we are. So it's for everybody. It's, it's for everybody. I think yeah. we can all, we're all in it together, right? <laughs> True. Especially right. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time out to speak of with me. Of course. Thank you, Monica. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of May Day talk about their film. It's currently available now streaming on Hulu, Amazon Prime, YouTube, and Google Play Movies. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest content and head over to our YouTube channel so you could watch all of our video interviews.